Hey friend, welcome back to another episode of Her Pursuit. If this is your first time here, welcome. I'm so glad that you found the podcast. If you've been here since the beginning, what up? Welcome back. I'm glad you're here again. I hope that this is helpful for you. Today we're talking about if you feel like that your house is kind of a disaster, but you don't really have any extra time to like pick up or clean I'm going to help you get results in just 10 minutes with this time management strategy. It's not complicated. It's not difficult. It is my go-to thing. I love it. I share it all the time. So grab your headphones, reheat your coffee or your tea, or keep on doing what you're doing. We're going to get right into it. Hey mama, welcome to Her Pursuit, where we simplify time management and uncomplicate productivity all while finding ourselves again in mom life. Does juggling all the things leave you feeling exhausted and burned out? Do you want more balance between mom life and time for yourself and wish you could just get it together? Motherhood can be overwhelming and isolating. And while creating routines and managing your time is hard, it's not complicated and you don't have to do it alone. My mission is to help you find yourself again and create simple routines, all while growing in your faith. I'm Kaysen and I've been there. I completely lost myself when I became a mom and everything felt like one big hot mess. But through simple baby steps and mindset shifts, I began to reclaim my time, energy, thoughts, and ultimately my life. If you're ready to trade chaos for calm and take tiny steps of action, then you're in the right place. You're about to step into the woman and mama God has called you to be, friend, and finally live in freedom with confidence. That girl is inside of you, and we're going to find her together through her pursuit. This is a very practical time management strategy that is going to help you do a quick reset in any area of your home. And you know that I love practical things. I love to talk about the spiritual. I love to talk about the practical. I love to talk about the deep and the thoughtful, but the practical stuff that you can just give me and I can put it into practice. I love to share it. I'm here for it. So I hope that this helps you. This strategy is one that is used to help people who feel overwhelmed, even struggling with depression, to get things done, to get started, to just take those first steps of action. So when we can break a task down into baby steps, small pieces, then it's more consumable and it's easier to get started, right? So like one reason for me that I would just kind of not take action on something is because looking at it, it seemed like such a complicated and difficult task that were, it was just like too much. I didn't know where to start. And so if you're anything like me, I tend to shut down and I'm like, okay, I'm going to ignore that. I'm going to act like I don't see that. And I'm just going to like come over here and I'm going to chill out and scroll my phone for 15 minutes if I've got the time. So maybe you resonate with that. Maybe you don't. So all you're going to do for this strategy is choose an area to work on. You're going to set a timer for 10 minutes. You're going to pick up, throw away, move around as much as you can. And then you're going to see how much you really get done in 10 minutes. 10 minutes is a long time. I don't know if you've ever sat for 10 minutes, if you've ever sat in silence for 10 minutes, but when you actually do something for 10 minutes, like the whole time, just like this one thing, it is a really long time. And so setting your timer for 10 minutes is going to help you say, okay, I'm not I'm not doing this for an hour. I don't have to do the whole thing. I don't have to get it all the way done. I'm just doing as much as I can for 10 minutes of time. Now, don't try to go back and forth all around the house, here, there, everywhere, like the little engine that could just like beep, beep, all around from the kitchen to the laundry room, to the bathroom, to the bedroom, to the kids' room. 
No, you got to stay in one space. Okay. So like just the kitchen, this is going to help you feel more accomplished and get the visible results. Because if you're just running around back and forth, like doing some laundry here and picking some pillows up, and then you go to the kids room and you do one thing and then you come out of the kitchen and you put a dish up at the end of 10 minutes, it doesn't look like you really got much done. That's not going to feel good. Like you're not going to be encouraged by that. You're not going to be motivated to ever do this again. And you're going to be like, that was the worst idea she ever gave me. I don't know why I listened to that girl. So I'm telling you that you have to pick an area. So if you want to pick your kitchen, if you want to pick one of your kids' rooms or the baby's room or your bathroom or your closet or whatever it is, just one space to kind of pick up and work through for 10 minutes. And even if you focus on the kitchen, it may not be spotless, but it's going to be better than it was before. The first thing that we need to kind of understand a mindset shift we have to make is that we have to set realistic expectations. So Depending on how big this mess is, depending on how wrecked your home is, sometimes you're barely going to put a dent in it. And then other times you can basically pick up the entire space. The reason I like to start with 10 minutes, and I don't know, there could be some science behind this. I have no idea. I just picked 10 minutes because I felt like that five wasn't really enough time for me to notice that I had gotten anything done because my, my spaces tend to kind of get cluttered whenever I don't use this strategy like consistently. And then 20 and 30 minutes felt like too long when I was just starting out. So if the thought of 10 minutes does feel too long for you, then you can start with five minutes, you know, like do what works for you. But we have to get in the habit of starting where we can with what we have, where we are, instead of saying, well, since my, you know, entire house is not going to be spotless in 10 minutes, I'm just not even going to worry about anything. So let's try to like chill a little bit with the all or nothing mindset because I know that for me, that was something that I just like stuck to. It was just like all or nothing. It's got to be this or it's going to be nothing. And that that's not really helpful. It's not really beneficial. So I noticed when I started setting a timer and doing 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there. And when I can do that consistently, you actually start to see your space being transformed or whatever the task is or the project is that you're working on. It takes this thing that seems huge and out of reach and it starts to break it down into little bite-sized pieces you can actually do. Like I, I can actually do 10 minutes. I don't know if I can do two hours, but I can do 10 minutes. So do what you can with where you are and then be proud of yourself. Celebrate this. Like you just did that thing. And you can use this strategy A few times throughout the day, if it works for you, I like to do it in the evenings because somebody is always eating at my table. There's always going to be crumbs on the floor. So I'm not sweeping and vacuuming three times a day, like the same spot. Uh Uh-uh, it ain't happening here. But if that's you, then just do your thing. You got to do what you got to do. That does not work for me. So I try to do it at the end of the day when it's needed, which is basically almost every day it needs to be done. But they're going to constantly be undoing what you just did. Like that's what kids do. That's what toddlers do. So when you think about the area that you want to pick up, maybe choose something that they don't get into, like the kitchen, the dishes, the laundry, dining area, a closet you've been wanting to declutter and kind of reorganize anything you just need to start or someplace in your home that you can get a quick result. And two, when I say they're going to be constantly undoing what you're doing, like you know, within reason, we we obviously want to teach them responsibility and pick up your things when you get them out or whatever it is. But I mean, like my two-year-old, she doesn't really understand that. So I can pick up the basket of toys and she can even help me. And then she just dumps it right back out. So there are just certain things that I'm not going to do until the end of the day. So again, just context with your own situation. What makes sense for your life? What makes sense for your season? How can you apply this to you? So I started 
using this strategy when I was dealing with a really heavy season of depression. So things were piling everywhere, physically, like literally in my home and also mentally in my mind. It was just a mess that, like I said, I was ignoring and I would sit or scroll or watch TV when I wasn't tending to the baby because I just didn't know where to start. And I'd look at all the things and I'd want to pick them up. I wanted it to be clean, but I knew there was just no way that I could do all that needed to be done in order to just completely clean this up. So I did nothing. Like I said, I ignored it. And when you don't know where to start, that keeps you from making decisions sometimes. So I want to encourage you here to just decide. It doesn't matter where you start or what area you tackle. The important thing is that you're taking action, that you just do it. Just go for it. Just do it. Just do it. Remember, I I tell you, like Nike, just do it. You can do this, you know, again tomorrow. You can do it later in the day. You can work on another area tomorrow. It's okay. Don't let like analysis paralysis where you're like, well, I don't, I don't know. I've only got 10 minutes. What should I do? Just do it. Just do something. Okay. Cause you're going to feel so much better after you do. This also benefits your mental health. I guess you could say it helps your brain get a quick win. Like you get a quick dopamine hit. You feel accomplished. You feel like you got something done and you actually did that motivates you to do this again. And it builds into your thoughts and your beliefs that you can create this change. You can affect change. You can get things done. You can pick up. You know, I think somewhere deep down in there, if we were honest and if we dug for long enough, we would get down to these deep-rooted beliefs. And I'm trying to think of like what mine, I should have thought about this beforehand, not on the spot, but I'm just going to kind of try to come up with some of them that I think I probably believed about myself and I didn't even know. Because a lot of times I would get to the end of the day and I didn't do that thing that I wanted to do, or I didn't pick up the counters, or I didn't put away the dishes, or I didn't get that load of laundry done. And I kind of thought, you know, here we go. Like, again, it's just another day where you got nothing done. You still didn't do what you wanted to do. You still didn't get that thing done. You're so lazy. Like, what's wrong with you? What what is wrong with you that you can't just do this simple thing and keep up with your house or keep your counters cleared off or keep your sink cleaned out? Why can't you keep up with the laundry? And and almost too, like with that, I probably thought, you know, other moms are able to do this. Other moms are keeping their house clean. Other moms are keeping their house spotless. Don't you remember that, that house that you saw on Instagram stories? Don't you remember what you saw in your feed when you were scrolling? Their houses are always clean. So what's wrong with you? You're dirty, you're messy, you're nasty. Just these things that like, obviously we would never say out loud and we would never say to anybody else, but the mean girl in our head can be so loud sometimes and we can feel like we're the only ones and we can actually start to believe these things. And over time, we might not even realize because they're what are called negative automatic thoughts. And so they happen so quickly that you don't even recognize they're there. And it really takes work to dig in and kind of see what's there and uproot them and change them and rewrite them. And that's not something that I can really share about in this podcast episode right now, like with this limited amount of time we have. But just start to think like when I see the mess or when I see that unfinished project or when I see that thing that I've been putting off that I've been wanting to do and I just haven't. What do, what's kind of like the narrative in my mind? What are the stories that I hear? What are the thoughts that I kind of notice 
And, and you may not at first, because like I said, they're so quick and fast and immediate that we don't even recognize it. But it's something to kind of start to pay attention to and to explore if you can and try to bring some more self-awareness around that. Because when you can expose and bring light to those thoughts and when you can replace them with truth, like obviously you're not a lazy person. You're not a lazy person. You are probably busting your butt all day long, running here, there, and everywhere, taking care of a baby or multiple children or your home or whatever it is that you're doing. And I was facing decision fatigue and I was paralyzed by the, all of the choices and and the clutter and the the things I couldn't keep up with in my home. And I, I'm not trying to justify it by any means, but I'm just saying that you are a good mom and you are doing the best you can with what you know how to do. And sometimes, you know, we just need a little reminder that that's not who you are. You're not lazy, that you can clean up that thing. You can clean up that thing. You can get that thing done. You can get that task done. You just need to break it down a little bit. Don't try to tackle it all at once. Don't try to just like go hardcore and I keep using cleaning, but like clean the entire house top to bottom. You're not going to be able to do that. Okay. That's not realistic for most of us with small kids. So just start with little tiny pieces of action and watch how when you consistently do that, just if you just take this time management tip, this 10 minute timer and work for 10 minutes a day, maybe just once a day, maybe twice a day if you can, you're going to make progress so much faster than you even realized was possible. And you're going to start seeing actual, literal change in this area. And so I think that can motivate you to also make the internal shifts that need to be made. Sometimes we just need to be reminded that things are not stuck how they are. Because for a lot of us, our days look the same. We eat the same things. We watch the same things. We say the same things. We hear the same things. Our kids do the same things. We're doing the same tasks. And we just kind of feel like this broken record that's just kind of like repeating every single day, every single day. And that mess that I wanted to clean up yesterday, I still didn't clean it up today. Or that little corner in my kitchen that I wanted to get cleared out, I didn't do it again today. Or the laundry that's been sitting there for two weeks, however long it's been, you know, I didn't do it again today. Or I wanted to shower today and I didn't do it again. We just need to be reminded that things can change. You can affect change. You can change it. And you all you have to do is just start small. So use this time management tip. Use a 10-minute timer. See how it works for you. Now, don't just do it once and then give up. You've got to do it a little more than that. Okay, so for a couple days, a week or two, see how it goes. And maybe whenever you're working on that area, you do like the same area for a couple days or for a week, especially depending on what the mess is like in that area. We are going to be talking about this in the Facebook group. I would love to have you join us there. If you haven't already, come. You just have to search. Well, I'll put the link below in the show notes. You can click. There are a few questions that just help me to kind of get to know you a little bit better. I'll approve you. You can come in, join, find this specific post for this episode. And we'll be talking about whether or not we've ever tried this strategy before, how it's gone in the past. I'm sure other people will have amazing ideas for things that they also do in addition to this or instead of this. So come 
get inspiration, get encouragement. You do not have to do motherhood alone. You don't have to struggle alone. You don't have to do these things alone. You don't have to try new things alone. You don't have to create change alone. We weren't built to do things in isolation. We were made for community. And that's why I created this Facebook group so that you can come and be a part of the listeners that are here listening everywhere, all across the world. So come join us in there. Let us know if you're going to try it, if you've already tried it, how it's gone, all the things. So I hope this helped you. I'm so glad you were here with me today. Thanks so much for being here. Before you go, if this show has encouraged or inspired you in any way, the number one way you can help me is to leave a written review, letting other moms know how this podcast is impacting your life and motherhood. Then send this episode to some mom friends. Thank you for joining me in the mission of spreading messages just like this one to moms around the world. If you're looking for a community of like-minded mamas to come alongside you, support, and encourage you, join our Facebook group by searching Her Pursuit or by clicking the link in the show notes. Come share with us what you're taking away from this episode, what stuck out to you. I can't wait to hear from you. I'm so grateful to have you on this journey with me, and I'll see you next time, mama.